Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. In 15 minutes, we're getting to ask us anything. 65780 is the Air Comfort Service tax line. If you guys have any questions, get them in now. We'll get to those coming up here in about 15 minutes. But right now, we're going out to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line to be joined by Mark Parrish. You can see him on NHL Network. You can also hear him on the Minnesota Wild broadcast. He's a former All-Star forward. Joins us now on BK and Ferrario. Mark, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? I'm doing great, guys. Great talking to you guys again. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while. It's good to be back with you guys. It's great to talk with you too, Mark. And this is the perfect time because we get the uh, the Blues and Wild showdown the first time since that first round of last season. And you being a, a Minnesota Wild analyst, I'm sure you're just as hyped up for this as we are here in St. Louis. Probably more so. We're going to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, you, you know what? I, I'll let you have the arrogance. You you guys are kind of frying eggs in the kitchen in Minnesota of uh, hockey fans, that's for sure. We are definitely looking forward to this game and maybe a little dreading it, too, because we truly feel St. Louis kind of always has our number, uh, at least as of late. But, no, it, it should be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Minnesota's playing well. looks like uh, St. Louis is. It righted the ship. Uh, coming out of it, I mean, uh, the, the the last losing streak. Uh, well, let's we'll leave Seattle alone. We'll just leave that one out of it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but you look at the other two games. I mean, you're taking the shootouts. You, you know, you, you're right there with a couple of very good teams in Vegas and Toronto. You come back and do exactly what you'd expect against Chicago. Uh, Bennington looks great. Uh, you know, and they're, they're right in the mix of this. They're only five points back in Minnesota, and they they got a taste of Dallas last night. And ooh, Dallas is playing good. That even though it was a four-one, it was a, it was very much a one-goal game uh, up until the third period when Dallas scored the power scored the third goal, the power play goal, uh, kind of finally took the wind out of Minnesota's sails. But man, it was it was a much better game. But Dallas impressed me too. Well, just, Welcome to the wild, wild west. <laughs> Mark, you had a 15-year career in this league. I, I'm curious, had, did you ever experience anything like what the Blues are going through this year where you felt like you played for a good team, but there was just there was never any sustained great play? Because right now, like the Blues who play really well for three games, and then you have three nights where it's like it just didn't quite look the same way, and it's been that way where it's like two steps forward, two steps back all year long. Did you have any experiences like that, and how do you break through? through when you're in a situation like that absolutely you know absolutely i've been through it many many times on probably every single year i would almost guarantee every single year adversity hits in some way shape or form unless you're one of the the greatest teams of all time that don't ever have any dips it's you're gonna you're gonna go through things like this and obviously some are a little more extreme than others 
Uh, and in a way, it's nice to get it out of the way. Uh, we all know St. Louis's uh, reputation of, of being completely down and out come January 1 and what happened in 19. So, so this is definitely a team that's got a pedigree that, that everybody's just kind of waiting for. It's, uh, it's one of those that uh, it just seemed like half the league, or maybe even more. It seemed like about 90% of the league just stumbled coming out of the gate. And uh, uh, they're just one of those teams. And luckily, like I said, everybody kind of did it. So they're right in the mix of things right now in the West, really. Uh, and with, like I said, with, with the team that we've seen what they can do with the way they can come back and play. I mean, even without Tarasenko last night, uh, I, I would assume, I think it was an illness. I would assume he'd probably be back for tomorrow's game, but, uh, as, as Minnesota fans love to hear that. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, no, you know, honestly, we're just, we're just waiting for it to study the ship with, with, with Barubi as the coach, with everybody they have, they have at the helm of O'Reilly, the leadership. Uh, like I said, the pedigree, what they've done in their history, what they did how last year, the finish. I mean, they were they were pretty much kind of the only team in the Cape Colorado was series, uh, in my opinion, really. And uh, so I, I, I think they're going to be just fine. I hope there's certainly no panic in uh, Blues territory. Mark, I'm curious, and I'm not sure how many games you've seen of the Blues this season because obviously you're you're an NHL network, but your duties are with the Minnesota Wild. But from what you've seen of this Blues team this season compared to what you saw in that six-game playoff series last year, what's the biggest difference in your opinion? Frustration. Uh, frustration. Uh, you know, and, and which uh, can, can be a good thing. It's, it, it, frustration is, is often given negative at some time, and it, it should be handled as such. But at the same time, it, you're showing what you expect out of yourself as a professional, what you expect out of yourself as a team. So, so you, that was the biggest thing I saw. There, there was this confident, uh, cool, uh, very confident, uh, cool hockey team, played physical, played big, played, played strong. Uh, and this year it was just on the ice with Bennington's antics, and and uh, it, it just looks discombobulated. Why it happens, I don't know. It's just adversity, and the only way you can get out of it is you just get back to the details. You focus on the details. You focus on what's important. Bringing the guys together, find, re- reminding everybody what that common goal is. When when we wins and losses, it's not Bennington's fault. It's everybody's fault. We're a team. And nobody's better than that at Peruvia, getting everybody together and getting everybody behind. I mean, he, he can lead the charge better than anybody. I, I almost kind of wish he was like a, a, a college football coach. I'd love to see him leading the team out of the, out of the, out of the hallway once. That'd be awesome. Um, but, you know, and, and I, I, so that's what they're going to do. And he knows that. They know that. They've been there, done this. So it's, it's truly focused on the details. Worry about one shift. Win that first shift, go out there and win the second shift. Go out win the third shift. That's that's how, that's how you dig your way out of it. Just getting back to basics and a heck of a lot of hard work because the NHL is not nice to teams that are struggling. Mark Parrish is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You can see him on NHL Network. You'll see him as well on the Minnesota Wild broadcast throughout the NHL season. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Mark D. Parrish. Mark, I did want to ask you about playing on a team with a bunch of pending unrestricted free agents, especially big ones like the Blues have. They've got O'Reilly, Vladdy, Barbie, Achari, and Mikola all up for free agency after this season. 
How difficult can that be as you're navigating through a season where it, where it has been tough and you don't really know where things are headed? How, how much is that on a player's mind as you're heading into the next two months or so prior to the NHL trade deadline? I would I would love to say that every single one of us were professional and, and we handled it and we just put it aside and, and we're able to just keep playing through it. Uh, but the reality is we're human and, and, and it, it varies. Uh, honestly, it varies. Uh, I've been on teams and, 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 and for the most part, the majority of the, the vast majority of the guys, uh, as I, I want to, yeah, uh, uh, explain a little bit more. The majority are, are professional and get it. That's part of the, that's bottom line is part of the gig. It's part of the business. Uh, I mean, rumors, trade rumors are floated around all year long, your whole career, uh, free agencies, it comes and goes, uh, and that's where the leadership in the room, uh, the leadership, the core, the, the, the coaches, but also the professionalism and the leadership, uh, the character in the player themselves, is to, you can't let that bother you. That can affect, if, if anything, it should affect your play in a good way. You should go out there and want to play better and do better, which in turn would help the team. Mark, I want to go back to you talking about Craig Berube as a head coach because, you know, a lot of conversations have been had about Craig Berube over these last couple of years, mostly in terms of you're seeing the transition of the team away from that heavy forecheck style into more of the Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas speed and skill. And that seems to be the way that the league is going. You've seen head coaches, and of course, you played with Craig Berube. You're good friends with Craig Berube. In your opinion, is is Craig Berube the right coach for a team that's transitioning into this new identity? You know, it's it's it's, it's a great question, by the way. Um, uh, you know, we talk about that a lot about the coaches and the new game and this new generation. Watch the World Juniors, the skill that every single one of these kids has, the edge work. The one time, it's just. They all play through the puck. They, you know, they all play. It's more, you know, the international game, obviously, but that's just how this generation plays. It's kind of a, uh, it's more the NHL size rink, but more of an international style hockey with, you know, the very much protected head contact, which the IHSF was decades ahead of the NHL and protecting its players. But that's a whole different ballgame. Uh, anyway, and so uh, you're seeing all this skill, and, and it's how do you communicate to these kids? How do you, do you can you communicate to these kids? And uh, and we've seen coaches be able to do it. Uh, I, I'm uh, I, Lindy Ruff was kind of written off then as well. I just can't communicate. Nothing against him. We all have a shelf life in everything we do. We all get it as professionals. And most of us are former players, and it goes that way. And it goes the same way as coaching. We're hired, you get hired to be fired. Uh, and boy, look at what he's done in New Jersey. Uh, so, so it's unfair to say these uh, these older coaches, as the old guard, especially that played in the rough and tumble days, uh, can't change and, and can't learn how to communicate uh, with these young players. And, and a guy like Greg Berube, as passionate as he is, uh, as, as intelligent as a, of a man he is, uh, you've got to imagine he understands that every every coach understands that every organization understands. That there's a, this new generation has got to be is handled differently, and, and so yeah, and I'm, I guarantee you, uh, if it's not something that he's working on right now, it's something he's been working on for quite a while. 
Mark, the final question that I've got for you, you, you mentioned the younger generation and how it, it is a different game for many of them. Alexi Lafreniere was a healthy scratch last night for the New York Rangers, and he's somebody that has been brought up in potential trade discussions. It's so early. Who knows where this ends up going? But we've had conversations about him here in St. Louis. I am curious just what have been your thoughts on him as a player early on in his NHL career? Just 21 years old. He has been productive over the last couple of years taking a little bit of a step back offensively this season. What are what have you seen from Alexi Lafreniere as a player relative to what his expectations were coming in? Uh, well, first of all, after, for, for, after playing in New York for a few years, let me preface, uh, there is a trade rumor for every little thing. Play <laughs> wrong on the bench, there's a trade rumor. Uh, so let's uh, so we can settle down on that right away because it's New York, and I love it to death, but that's what it is. Uh, and... You know, Alex, yeah, he's a young guy still. He he hasn't maybe fit that groove or, or uh, become the player that the expectations that have been put on him. Uh, New York's a tough place to play, especially Manhattan, New York Rangers. It's the the limelight. Uh, it's it can be intimidating. We've seen we've seen great uh, players, veteran players that I have a ton of respect for that I want to name names, uh, but you wouldn't have to look too far. That just struggled there. That that they didn't play well there and. and uh, it can be its own beast. Uh, and when you go from a guy getting that kind of expectations put on, then put in New York City, uh, I can understand where it might seem insurmountable and, if, and a change of scenery would maybe do amazing things for his career. That being said, he's still such a young guy. He got scratched one game. So what? I mean, you sometimes need a break. Uh, you know, everybody gets scratched at some point in their career. Uh, most uh, most of us mortals uh, get scratched <laughs> you know, at some point in our career. Uh, you know, so 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 who cares? Like, you get scratched. Maybe it's just to take a break. Hey, you know what? You're putting too much pressure on yourself without knowing exactly the conversations, uh, what's going on, uh, you know, behind the scenes. To uh, it's, I would hard, I would I would be. Uh, I wouldn't be able to say that it's early yet. Uh, if these rumors start to amp up around the trade deadline and New York's looking for the, one of those final pieces, well, I tell you what, that is one heck of a trade bait to have out there on the line. Absolutely. Mark, final one, and then we'll let you go. And always appreciate you hopping on with us. Tomorrow night, we do get wild and blues. We talked about it at the beginning. But what are your expectations with these two teams going head-to-head? Because I know Minnesota has got a different look to them than what blues fans remember from last season. Uh, yes, they have. They have a little, little bit younger, obviously, you know, Fiala. But, you know, it's the same thing. They, 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 they found their identity as of late, as of their, I mean, their horrid start, too. Uh, they found their game, uh, their, their D identity, their defensive zone identity. Their structure is so good. That they're, they're block shots. Uh, you know, Dallas did exactly what you have to do with them. you got to get to the hard areas. you got to win the battles in front. you got to get tips and screens. Good old-fashioned. Uh, my kind of my favorite kind of hockey to play is the old tips and screens. Uh, the only, the only one I was fast enough for, but that game was a lot slower back then, a lot slower back then. But you know, I love it. That's what you're gonna have to do. You got to get in there and work on them. And that's Dallas beat them to it. They just outworked them a little bit more uh, last night. And boy, I mean, I love it when Kaprizov plays against anybody because he is such a special hockey player and he works so hard. Uh, that that's what I love about him. Not only is he just a young superstar. Uh, and what he can do and his skill set and his talent, uh, his creativity is everything. Um, but, but, but his work ethic is the thing that stands above, above and beyond. And he's just so much fun to watch. 
You can watch Mark Parrish on NHL tonight throughout the NHL season. Plus, NHL Network is airing the World Junior Championships through January 5th. We always appreciate Mark hopping on with us, especially ahead of a Blues versus Wild showdown. (laughs) Mark, appreciate the time as always, man. We'll talk with you again soon, and have yourself a happy new year. Thank you. Happy new year, guys. Looking forward to talking to you guys next time.